Hi everyone and welcome to the Cloud Architects podcast, a podcast about cloud, technology and the people using it. This podcast is brought to you by Kemp Technologies. I normally have something scripted here, but uh, today I'm going to go off a little bit of a tangent. Let's be honest, Kemp is awesome. They've been leaders in the load balancer appliances for decades. And uh, we all know that they give us MCPs, uh, MCPSs, MVPSs, and other recognized expertise, a free loadmaster. And remember that anyone can run a free loadmaster in Azure. They also have a test drive, which uh, reduces time to deploy. Now, the free loadmaster inside of Azure has a 20 megabit per second interface limit. But still, it allows you to get accustomed with the product and really use it before deploying it. The uh, authentication options that some of the Kemp products give have really simplified many of the complex deployments that I've been involved in. So go to kemptechnologies.com and read up on some of the really cool stuff that Kemp have to offer. And with that, on with the show. Hello, Internet. I'm Warren Detoy, the uh, crazier half, or shall I say third now, of the Cloud Architects. For more information on this podcast as well as other shows, browse to http colon forward slash forward slash thearchitects.cloud. You can also find us on the socials, facebook.com forward slash thearchitects.cloud and on Twitter at the Cloud Arc. Please do leave us a comment or give us a mention or maybe a recommendation of how we're doing and what you think would be relevant content for us to put on future shows. Today in episode 5.1, this is a short episode and in my case again, an Azure short. I will be discussing some of the Microsoft Azure announcements that were made at Ignite this year, mainly on the networking side, but wow. I mean, wow, they've really done a bunch of cool stuff and it's the stuff that we've all been waiting for. And I think I'm going to start with the one that was most relevant to me. And that would be Global VNet Peering. Global VNet Peering has been a long-awaited announcement. And last year when they released VNet Peering, it was great. And it added a lot of design options for us and simplified the communications between virtual machines in different regions. So now what's happened is they've made that global. So in essence, you can now go and peer your VNets all over the globe. And this means a lot to us South Africans because we've up until now had no choice but to deploy in other regions. And now with the data centers opening up next year, we can now create other VNets in our region. We can peer those two together and we can move the data backwards and forwards as much as we wish without having to have a gateway in between. This obviously reduces the costs for us as well, which is great. So global VNet peering, I see a lot of people using that very, very soon. Then the next bit of uh, awesomeness that, as, that they decided to announce was VNet service endpoints. So. Some of the platform as a service offerings that uh, Azure's been giving us over the past couple of years, namely SQL and app services, uh, they were technically open to the internet. I mean, in reality, they had some protections and you could lock them down, but you weren't necessarily able to give them some sort of an internal address allocation, and now you can. So you can pretty much 
chop the internet access side of most of the platform as a service now and you can attach it to the local vnets and as a result you can pretty much keep your entire azure inverted commas data center uh, locked down to your internal ranges uh, which is great so in future i see this obviously ticking a lot of the compliance boxes um, and then tying in with that there have also been some network security group options that have been added. And basically, so a network security group, or NSG, uh, provides layer four transport security uh, for subnets and uh, virtual network cards inside of a VNet or virtual network. And these are now able to be tagged so that you can make it easier to block internet but allow Azure services as well as decrease the amount of access control objects that you have in your access control lists. So when you have a large group of machines uh, in a micro-segmented subnet, you will be able to deploy NSGs a hell of a lot easier. So that's one of the great things as well. Then you must remember virtual networking speeds. Uh, virtual machine speeds now are up to 30 gig per second. So 30 gig per second available between your virtual machines, I mean, that's unparalleled. I mean, that's when the speed starts. Uh, you start negating the speeds of network and uh, you start looking at speeds of the disk or the IOPS. Um, another great announcement for us, which changes a lot of things for me specifically, is Azure DNS. So uh, up until now, uh, inside of Azure, you've always needed a DNS server. So if you wanted to control internal resources with DNS, you would have to deploy some sort of a domain controller or DNS server so that you could have things resolved within your internal network. So now what's happened is Azure have gone and allowed you the creation of private DNS domains so that you can host your company zones inside. So you can have your public and private zones with the same domain names and eliminate the need to deploy a DNS server. That's great. That's going to help us a lot. And then obviously you get to save the costs on hosting a domain controller inside of infrastructure as a service. Then another great one for us, DDoS protection. So yes, denial of service attacks are no longer a thing, or at least that's what they claim. However, if you are a big enough client, they will DDoS you for you which is pretty cool. Uh, they will go ahead and they will attack you or your app service and uh, see how their DDoS protection actually holds up. The cool thing is that you can activate it really quickly as well. All you need to do is hit the tick box on your VNet and your VNet will be DDoS protected. So over 60 types of attacks are now protected with uh, layer seven protection. So give that a bash and you will see how cool it actually is. There's also a couple of videos which I will leave in the show notes and you can go have a look and see how they work. Also, some statistics that they released about Azure, uh, which is always great to hear. Um, we always like statistics. Um, basically, Microsoft have revealed that they have up to 1.6 petabytes per second of intra-regional capacity. I mean, that's huge. And nearly 2 million miles of fiber in their data centers. So those are some pretty cool stats when you think about it. Some other things that were about to come out, and this one is a really, really huge one for me because it's been a pain for me. Us Mac users, we now have support for point-to-site VPN. Yes, we do. So yes, you can now 
go ahead and hop onto your Azure network from wherever you are using point Site VPN with Azure and your Mac. There's also been some express route updates uh, where you've got end-to-end monitoring and network performance monitoring on express route. Uh, you've also got support for route filters and you have merged public and Microsoft peerings. And then Site-to-Site VPN also now has download scripts so that you can uh, configure on-premises VPN devices even easier than before. Uh, the traffic manager monitoring has also been updated. So you can use traffic manager to scale out deployments across regions, uh, non-Azure endpoints as well, or failover between Azure and non-Azure uh, endpoints. And some of the new monitoring capabilities are uh, being added to improve the end user performance and assist with your understanding of how traffic flows and if there are any patterns uh, within your environment as well. So those are the amazing things that were announced at Ignite 2017 for Azure specifically. I mean, there were a bunch of new announcements made for Skype as well. Um, one of my other hobbies is to uh, figure out how Skype for Business and Microsoft Teams are sort of going to be working together in the future and how you can integrate these into your P PBXs. So if you would like a show, um, on Skype for Business or Teams, I'd be more than happy to put one of those together if there's a requirement. And uh, we can talk about some of those new things that are happening. And with that, I'm gonna end off this cloud short. And uh, thank you guys once again for listening. Uh, if there's any comments or questions, like I say, please don't hesitate to give us a shout. The website address again, http colon forward slash forward slash thearchitects.cloud, facebook.com, forward slash thearchitects.cloud and on Twitter at thecloudarc. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for what is the beginning of our Ignite series where Nick and Chris talk to a bunch of really important people from Microsoft. Till then, ciao, ciao.